For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. Here's Michael at the foul line. A shot on Elo. Good! The Bulls win it! They win it! Pippen runs down the lane. Dumps it out the horse. Paxson for three! Yeah! Rose crosses over the fadeaway. Got it! Let me step back and kiss myself! MVP time! Windy City Assassin does it again! Can you believe it? The Bulls are 6-1 to start the year. They are the best team in the NBA, and they're coming off quite a win over the Boston Celtics at the Garden. It was incredible, and I guess you could say it was kind of a coming-out party for the Bulls, and I think there's a lot of positives to talk about on this week's show. Welcome into Believe in Bulls here on the Believe Podcast Network, presented by BetOnline.ag. I'm your host, Nick Schultz. It is great to be back with you talking about Great Chicago Bulls news. Not just good news, great news. They're 6-1. and one. They were down by 19 to Boston and then came back to win by 14. That was incredible. More on that in a second. But first, let me tell you about our sponsor, betonline.ag. They've got a new web interface for the start of basketball season. We've got football to bet on. There is so much going on. I've got three picks for you right now on betonline.ag. You can head to the new updated desktop or mobile website to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code BELIEVE50 to receive your bonus. That's B-L-E-A-V-5-0 to receive your bonus. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite sports. Bet online where the game starts. Let's try to win some money on this Wednesday night. Three picks for you, totaling plus 595. Portland by 5.5 over Cleveland. The New York Knicks, get they're getting one point against Indiana. They are underdogs by a point against Indiana and the Clippers are favored by two and a half against Minnesota let's run that through again the Blazers by five and a half Knicks plus one and the Clippers by two and a half let's try to win some money plus 595 head to betonline.ag use that promo code believe 50 get that bonus let's try to make some money on the NBA tonight hopefully I do better than last week last week did not go very well let's get back to the Bulls though holy cow that game against Boston, I'll be full disclosure with you, I gave up on it. 
I literally went to the grocery store during the third quarter because we had to get some stuff from the grocery store and I didn't want to do it in the morning. And I'm like, okay, I'm just going to go now. And when I got back, all of a sudden it was a game. Bulls led by 14 and then they trailed by 19. They ended up winning by 14 and a really cool stat from ESPN Stats and Info that this is the first time in the shot clock era. So since 1954 to 55 that a team, which was the Boston Celtics in this case, led by 14 points going into the fourth quarter and then lost by 14 points at the end of the game. Isn't that nuts? And I think the Bulls also broke the Celtics after this game because Marcus Smart came out with some fiery comments about Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum. Here's just part of it. Uh, He said, quote, I can only do so much just standing in the corner. Everybody's scouting report is to make, in brackets, Jason and Jalen, try to pass the ball. They don't want to pass the ball, and that's something they're going to learn. Whew, that's going to be something fun to follow around the NBA, but let's talk about that later. Right now, we're talking about the 6-1 and one Chicago Bulls. Why are they 6-1? and one? Did anyone predict that they would go 6-1? and one? They've had some big statement wins, starting with the game against Utah. Now you have the real statement game against Boston where you come back. Last year's team would not have won that game. Why are they 6-1? and one? A big reason for it is a signing that a lot of people didn't like this offseason. I'm talking about DeMar DeRozan. Remember that sign-and-trade where everyone, including me to a point, brought up that it was too much money and is it going to be worth it? Does he still have anything left in the tank? It's worth it. He's still got something left in the tank. He's averaging 25.6 a game and 5.4 rebounds per game. Let's also talk about that he's shooting more threes now. He's 41.2% from three, including three of four against Boston. That was a big reason why the Bulls were able to pull off that comeback. He has been huge so far. 37 points against the Celtics, 32 against Utah. Without DeMar DeRozan, this team is nowhere near 6-1, and one, and we're not talking about them being the best team in the NBA right now. I talked about this initially, and as the season has come along, and I'll talk about it again now. Not only is he a good volume scorer, that mid-range game is lethal. And I'm talking automatic. You can count on it. Nine out of ten times, he's going to make that mid-range shot. That's one thing. But off the court, that veteran presence that he brings, because DeMar has been around the league a while, and he's seen a lot. You know, he got hosed in Toronto and ended up going to San Antonio, and he played well in San Antonio. Now he's with the Bulls. He's seen a lot. He's been around the game a long time. He can impart some wisdom onto this younger Bulls roster, and that's why they were able to pull off that comeback. Without DeMar DeRozan, they do not come back to win that game. Zach Levine did not have a good first half against Boston. I want to say he was one of seven shooting. At least at one point, he was one of seven shooting in the first half, and he ended up finishing with 20-some points. But without DeMar DeRozan, that game's not close, especially when Tatum and Brown took over and just seemed to be making bucket after bucket after bucket. That kind of, to me, made it seem like, okay, this game's not going to be anything worthwhile. Then the fourth quarter happened when the Bulls held Boston to 11 points in the fourth quarter and they were getting all frazzled. The defense showed up. The second unit played well, too. Tony Bradley, trade bait, anybody? More on that in a second. But more importantly here, DeMar DeRozan has been an essential part of this team and I loved the signing even more. I liked it then. You can go back and listen to it. I did an emergency podcast right after it happened saying I like this signing because he's that extra scorer you need. When Zach's not playing well in the first half like he did the last couple games, DeMar can step in 
and he can make the big plays. Now, I know people were kind of knocking him for that shot he took against the Knicks at the last second. He slipped. If he doesn't slip, he makes that shot. It's a DeMar DeRozan shot. That's also how close the Bulls are to 7-0, was one point against the Knicks in a very winnable game. That if DeMar DeRozan doesn't slip, imagine how different that game is. But between the veteran presence, his mid-range game, he's starting to shoot the three more. I am loving this signing more and more every day. And I think he is just an essential part of this roster going forward. And don't be surprised if he gets another all-star nod out of this. He's playing really, really well. I want him to sustain this. Let's see if this is sustainable. We know he's good for 20 points a game. Right now he's averaging 25.6 a game. Hopefully this is sustainable because pairing him with Zach Levine, that's a really good scoring combination. And once Nikola Vucevic figures out his shot, which it looks like he's starting to a little bit, looks like he's maybe starting to figure out that jumper and get that shooting percentage back up. Because we talked about that on the program last week, how Nikola Vucevic isn't shooting at his normal numbers. You know, looking at how things are breaking down here as I go through my notes, as you hear me ruffling the pages here, Vooch last year averaged 23.4 a game when 47.7% shooting. And this year, he's been around 40% shooting. It's been down, and he hasn't been able to shoot the three ball as well either. It looks like he's maybe starting to turn a corner too. So if they can all figure that out, you've got a big three of DeRozan, Levine, and Vucevic. I say it's Zach's team. DeMar DeRozan has proven to be a very good scorer this year. And they're, they're good in different ways. I'm not really sure... If you can consider one of them the number one, if you had to, I mean, you probably have to say DeMar early on through seven games, but Zach's been a really good scorer too. It's still Zach's team. He can beat you with the three ball. DeMar can beat you with the mid-range, and once Vooch figures it out, he can beat you down low. The Bulls will have multiple ways to attack you, and that's what I like about this roster makeup. By the way, still laughing about the over-under for wins set at 41.5. I just want to still acknowledge that that the Bulls are already 6-1. and one. Their win total, at least when I looked at it last, before the season started during preseason, it was 41.5, and, and I want to say some other places had it at 43.5 was the highest I saw. Either way, quite a bit of disrespect there for the Chicago Bulls. And I know there's all this stuff about, oh, who's going to win the Eastern Conference? How about the team that has the best record? I'm not saying this Bulls team's going to win the Eastern Conference. I want to be perfectly clear. This is just me being a meatball fan, and just going out on a limb saying, oh, the Bulls have the best record in the NBA. I still say top five team is the bar. If they're anywhere lower than five, I'm going to be disappointed this year. Now, top four would be ideal, but I'll give them top five. They can be, like, I give Miami kind of a coin flip for that fourth or fifth spot. Top five team in the Eastern Conference. That's my bar. I'm not changing that. I'm not sure if I will change that as the year goes on either because that's how good this team is playing right now. But again, it's a grueling stretch, starting with Philadelphia tonight, Wednesday night in Philadelphia at 6 p.m. Just saying, we're going to find out what this team's made of here down the stretch. So far, they played well in their first few tests against Utah and Boston and New York. Let's see if they can keep it going. We also need to talk about Io DeSumo. How about the young fella making an impact in Boston? 14.6 of 6 shooting and this amazing shot to give the Bulls the lead and an Epic call from Stacy King. Dosumu for the lead! Silver away! Woo! Rookie! Chicago Zone! Io with the big bucket! That clip courtesy of my guys at NBC Sports Chicago. 
How about Io? There were people who told me that he wouldn't make it in the NBA. There were people who said he's not going to be an NBA player. He was a decent college player, which he was a really good college player, but neither here nor there. People said he wouldn't make it in the NBA. There were people who didn't want to take him in the draft. The Bulls took a chance on him, Chicago kid, and you've seen the Chicago toughness. DeMar DeRozan even talked about Io DeSumo's Chicago toughness in the post-game press conference because Chicago kids are built differently, he says. Let's take a listen. I remember watching him in college and the toughness that he brought and joining the team and getting to know him, his personality, um, <laughs> the, the humbleness that he carries himself with, along with the toughness. It's, it's definitely one of one of a kind. He definitely the epitome of a Chicago kid. And when he, you throw him out there on the road, he do something like this tonight. Um, just shows shows you know who he is as a basketball player. Look, I watched Io at Illinois. I watched Maya Loyola Ramblers and Lucas Williamson. By the way, fellow Chicago Public League player, shut down Io. But either way, the majority of his college career outside of the Loyola game in the NCAA tournament, Io is a very good scorer. He's proven to be a closer, too. He did that at Illinois. He proved he could be a closer. And in Boston, you saw some of that when he hit that shot to give the Bulls the lead in the fourth quarter. He was one of the sparks the Bulls needed off the bench. He's been a great impact in his first season. Second-round draft pick, making an impact right away. That's a credit to Billy Donovan for trusting Io, a lot of coaches probably wouldn't give him the chance. Billy did. He's getting good minutes off the bench. He's basically leapfrogged Troy Brown Jr. in the rotation. We're going to see how things change if and when Kobe White comes back. But for right now, Io is putting on a show. It's really great to see, and I want to see more of it going forward. All right, let's look at what's next. I had some more I want to talk about, but we're out of time. Let's look at what's next. November 3rd, tonight, Wednesday night, Bulls Sixers in Philadelphia. Those two teams come back to Chicago this weekend for a game at the United Center. Bulls open a homestand against Philadelphia on Saturday. On Monday, the Bulls take on the Nets. That's going to be a real tough test. Kevin Durant, James Harden, and company coming to town. And then on November 10th, next Wednesday, when we have another episode of the show for you, Luka Doncic and the Dallas Mavericks come to town. So yes, it's a grueling stretch in here. We're going to really see how good this Bulls team is in the next week or two. That's a wrap for this week's episode of Believe in Bulls, presented by BetOnline.ag. Go to BetOnline.ag. Use my three picks of the day. Portland by 5.5, Knicks plus 1, Clippers minus 2.5. To win some money, use that code BELIEVE50, B-L-E-A-V-5-0. To receive your welcome bonus, try and make some money. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Until next week, stay safe, stay healthy, wear a mask, get the vaccine when you can. Hopefully, we're still talking about the best team in the NBA on next week's episode. It's going to be a lot of fun. Hope you enjoy the game tonight. Hope you enjoy the games this week. Have an awesome week, everybody. Take care. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.